0: Now then, just taking those three principles on, what what, what we're going to ask you to do is basically record uh, four um, layers of of the plan. And really these are conceived, this is very, you know, this is simplistic um, and the process in, in real terms is a lot more iterative than this. You know there is some sort of alchemy to master planning but we want to sort of demystify it as much as possible. And just take you through a series of simple sequential steps. Um, some of the material here, for those you may be um, familiar with, uh, drawn from uh, the book "Responsive Environments" that we um, recommended. You got hold of at the last session that we had. And it literally each one of these equates to an, a separate well ideally a separate sheet of tracing paper. I think today we've got two sheets of tracing paper per table so we'll have to combine some of these. So the first is to set out the movement framework to identify where the potential access points are on the the surrounding of the site and as Paul mentioned not just the existing access but having an eye to the future potential as well if the employment use to the south of the site does change then we want our plan to have the flexibility to accommodate potential access in the future likewise with the boatyard to the north should it change in the future we want the potential to access it so we're, we're sort of future proofing the plan here and then simply you know in the first instance linking those up and just sort of seeing where the desire lines are where, do you, where is it likely that people want to walk to uh, or cycle to, or in some instances drive between um, so the first is to establish a movement framework now here it 's important to have some idea of the third dimension so we 're talking about streets rather than roads we 're thinking about streets as places in their own right um, uh, and you know again, reflecting on Allison bywater, there was some good and so some not some uh, not so good examples of this. Um, some work that Alex has done um, and you know you might d- do it more locally to inform some of your work is to look at um, existing streets in this instance um, around London and just look at what's called the the enclosure ratio, the ratio in the section between uh, the, the, the width of the street and the height of the building. So uh, the example you see on the, the uh, to the top top left there, for instance, it's a one-to-one ratio with three or three and a half storey buildings and quite a tight um, uh, 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 road cross section, street cross section, um, but nonetheless one that accommodates parking on the street. Um, this one here, uh, there's a, there's a bit more breathing space here for some. Trees and some vegetation. Uh, things are a little bit um, more set back. Um, the buildings here are roughly the same kind of scale, three, three and a half kind of stories. And here you're looking at a, a ratio of one to two. Here, Clarendon Road uh, to the bottom right, I mean, it's a very conventional Victorian street scene, um, but you know, it's one that accommodates on street parking. People have got decent sort of little front um, gardens of say three meters thereabouts and the ratio that you get is something like one one to three. So what's important is when you're marking the dimensions on the plan don't just have an eye to how it looks on the plan but what are the scale of the buildings that you're looking to accommodate and what does that do to the feel and the character of the street um, and what can it accommodate? Can it accommodate greenery, or have you drawn it so tight that you know actually it's not possible to get a street tree in there? Is that fine? Maybe you just want a muse that just has hard servicing, but you know just to have that awareness as, as you as you work your way through. And um, as has been mentioned, the the cards are very helpful in this respect. So they're drawn at exactly the same scale as, as, as the plan, so you can literally slide it underneath the tracing paper and if you like you can trace off. And the, there are a whole series of different street, street types in there for instance. And you can see what, um, what it looks like in plan and you can relate it to the corresponding photograph so you can get a really good feel as to the type of, of space that you're creating. And there are lots of different examples. This is Allerton-Bywater. Having been there now, I think this is a very sort of favourable image on the left-hand side, looking down on the green roofs of the carport. So I was walking around there, I was completely oblivious to the fact that there were green roofs in the carports, and you know, it's just incredibly dominated by all these carport port structure. but it looks fantastic from an aerial view looking down.